Hello and welcome to the Newsmax Daily for Wednesday, December 13th, 2023, the 347th day of the year with only 18 to go. And again, it is the 13th, but it's not Friday the 13th. So no one's going to care that today's the 13th because it's not the Friday. I care that it's the 13th. I don't like it on any day. Today is National Violin Day, honoring one of the most well-known and widely used instruments throughout music genres around the world. History says the violin evolved from fiddles all the way back in the 15th century and became the most popular instrument in Europe by the late 1600s. Today is also the Day of the Horse, established by Senate by a Senate resolution back in 2004 as a day to recognize and appreciate the contributions of horses to American history, culture, and the economy. A big day here in Florida, for example, and other states that have large equine industry. And on the food calendar, today is National Cocoa Day. Chances are it's pretty cold where you are, except for that one guy that I know who listens to me in Belize. Maybe there's more than one person there that listens. I don't know, but there is one guy uh, that I know loves the podcast there, and I appreciate that. Thank you, as always, for listening. It's not cold in Belize, but a lot of other places. So enjoy a good cup of cocoa today, maybe before you go to bed. And today is the day that the Federal Reserve announces its year-end decision on interest rates, but not before another reading on inflation. This in the form of the PPI, the Producer Price Index, measuring wholesale inflation before products meet consumers at the wholesale level. It came in unchanged this morning from last month, showing inflation is cooling off, but it's not going down, no matter how they may spin it. It's not going up, thankfully, but it's not going down. The core PPI still up 2% from a year ago. The expectation is that later today, the Fed will hold rates steady, but you never know. Whatever Jerome Powell says after the decision is what will propel or pummel the market sentiment and your 401k. So hopefully Powell will come out, say they're not raising interest rates, uh, maybe Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, see you next year. Hopefully he doesn't talk too much about next year and put the kibosh on everything as he always does. The U.S. House is voting today on a resolution to formalize the impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. This is House Speaker Mike Johnson. People have feelings about it one way or the other. We can't prejudge the outcome. The Constitution does not permit us to do so. We have to follow the truth where it takes us, and that is exactly what we're going to do. Republicans say this step is necessary to ensure the courts force the White House to turn over documents like emails and provide testimony. We get more from veteran attorney and Newsmax host Greta Van Susteren. Today, the House Rules Committee met to consider a resolution that would formalize an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. It passed 9 to 4. The committee has only four Democrats, and each voted no. While Republicans in the House favor this inquiry, here's what Democratic Congressman Jim McGovern said about it. Not a single witness, not a shred of evidence that says Joe Biden did anything wrong. Every single Republican allegation has been debunked and discredited and disproven. Donald Trump says jump. The MAGA extremists say how high. Donald Trump asked them to impeach Joe Biden, and here we are. The next step, a floor vote by the entire House. That vote could come as soon as tomorrow. Chairman of the House Rules Committee, Oklahoma Congressman Tom Cole, joins me. Good evening, sir. 
Hey, Greta, good to be with you. Nice to have you. You know, we all hear the word markup the bill for this. Can you just in very short order explain to the American people what does it mean to mark up the bill so it goes to the floor? Well, basically, we want to give our uh, committee chairman honestly what they've been uh, asked to be given by the Biden administration, which is a formal vote by the House of Representatives on an impeachment inquiry. So this will empower our chairman to have the tools they need to pursue the truth wherever it leads. Then the House will make a decision. And that vote is likely tomorrow. Of course, we don't know for sure, but we think it's tomorrow. So tell me, um, you have such a narrow majority in the House. Are you aware of any Republicans who are going to vote no to the impeachment inquiry? Well, we have one, uh, Ken Buck from Colorado, who said he's not uh, likely to vote yes. Other than that, I think most of our members will be there. How many can you afford to lose? I mean, is there, do you know, is anybody out sick or is anybody home already for the holidays? No, I think most members are there. They know this is an important vote, so I don't think we have any attendance problems right now. Certainly midweek, Wednesday, you're not likely to have very many. So I think we'll have all our members there. And I think even members that uh, have some concerns or questions think the inquiry ought to proceed, that we ought to empower our committees uh, to have the maximum ability to pursue the truth, put the facts in front of the American people, and we'll go from there. Oklahoma Congressman Tom Cole, chairman of the House Rules Committee, on the record with Greta Van Sestren. Yesterday, the National Archives informed House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer that it will provide unredacted access to nearly 1,800 Joe Biden emails from his time as vice president, something like 62,000 pages, some of those being the emails that the House Oversight Committee believes then-President Joe Biden used pseudonyms in or fake names. You could read the whole story about the letter from Comer to the National Archives and the announcement that came yesterday at Newsmax.com. Today is also the day Hunter Biden was supposed to have that highly anticipated closed-door deposition with the House committee. Hunter did show up on Capitol Hill, but he said on the word of his attorney or on his attorney's advice, he will only speak publicly, something that we've been hearing about for a long time. So you're going to hear plenty about this all day and night, but this was Tennessee Congressman Tim Burchett on Wake Up America this morning. Let's say he does show up today. I think the narrative is that Abby Lowell, very good attorney, that's Hunter's attorney, uh, would advise his client to plead the fifth today. That would mm -hmm. make some sense. Hunter is kind of a loose cannon. I think that's fair. We've seen the pictures <laughs> on the laptop. We know his history. Uh, what if today he decides to, to talk? Um, are you prepared for that? We had James Comer on Monday. Mm -hmm. He said they've got more than 800 questions lined up for Hunter Biden. That's a lot of questions. What if he actually does start answering them? Yeah, I, I think his arrogance is what's gotten him in trouble all along on this thing, and his father's too, by saying that they weren't in business together, they weren't in business with the communist Chinese. I mean, just on down the line, things that were easily proven with bank records, which we have. Um, and, and so, yeah, I... I I, you know, I, I think his, his hand's in the cookie jar, obviously, and, and mm. it's just up to the American public. And, and, but the really frustrating thing about this whole thing is regardless, I mean, if we show him on the grassy knoll, you know, in, in, in Dallas. <laughs> Back to Kennedy. You know, it, it, the Justice Department's not going to do anything because they're corrupted. They are completely corrupted and compromised. 
They they will not look at this issue at all. Can you imagine if any if, if any American citizen had thirty million dollars flowing flowing through their bank accounts and the banks even said, you know, we got to get loose of these folks. This is not legit. I mean, in, in the emails, they were basically saying that you've got insiders telling us that in sworn testimony of what was going on with all this, the influence peddling and and the average citizen would be in, in, in handcuffs right now because it's, yeah. because it's the president's son. They just won't even look at it. Yeah, and Democrats would say that, uh, that Hunter's dealings and the president's dealings have nothing to do with each other. But as we know, the House pushing for a vote today to formally authorize the impeachment inquiry. Do you think that this goes through? I do. I do. I think it was down to about three votes yesterday. Mm -hmm. But I think those folks, have, 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 they have 30 million reasons to vote for it. <laughs> Um, I, I think that they, and this is not the impeachment. This is just going forward with it. This is following a legal process. This is not some kind of gang rule thing, which they did to Trump. This is an actual uh, a case being made to the American public, and it will be made in public and not in some skiff somewhere, which is what the one with Trump was and where deals were Right, cut. but Congressman, you know as well as I do that, that never once in our country's history have we gone to formal impeachment inquiry and then not filed articles of impeachment. Rob Finnerty on Wake Up America with Tennessee Rep Tim Burchett. So it is going to be a big, big news day with those two House events alone. And the whole world, including Greg Kelly, is talking about President Biden's meeting at the White House yesterday with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. Thank you. Before the press. Whoa, 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 hush up a second, okay? I got one more thing to say. I just signed another $200 million drawdown from the Department of Defense for Ukraine, and that'll be coming quickly. Thank you. Thank you. President Biden, are you mad at me? President Biden, are you mad at me? Look at that. Look at that arrogance. Look at it. Did you see that? Huh. Ain't got a question? Get lost. Get lost. You want to know how this money is being spent? You want to know about accountability? You want to know about my son's hunter's ties to Ukraine and why we're writing all these checks and checks and checks? Look, Putin aggression? Sure. Let's stop it. But we deserve a little bit more information, don't you think? The arrogance, the, I don't know. How can you just let this happen? How can you write a check like that and not think that you're accountable? This would have been a perfect time to answer some questions, but it's a little bit too loosey-goosey. You gotta, you gotta have it all meticulously arranged, a press conference where two people are authorized to ask the right question, the question that Joe Biden is expecting. You can't have it free-formed like that because, well, this is not a democracy. It doesn't feel like that lately. I know this, according to the people, the people believe that Ukraine would not even have been invaded Putin would not have tried it if Trump were president at this time. And that makes a lot of sense. Look, this money, all of it, check after check, no accountability, no talk of peace, no talk of peace. I like Speaker Johnson, and I like what he said today about all this. 
What the Biden administration seems to be asking for is billions of additional dollars with no appropriate oversight, no clear strategy to win, and, and none of the answers that I think the American people are owed. Yeah, and if you're a real hawk on Ukraine, and I know plenty of them, and all right, yeah, Ukraine, go Ukraine. Well, the Biden administration is not really helping them win. <laughs> They're helping this thing become a, a stalemate. It's That's Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports, weeknights at 9 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. Must watch Newsmax TV. And less than 24 hours after the Biden-Zelensky sit-down, Putin is banking on the United States failing to deliver for Ukraine. We must, we must, we must prove him wrong. Overnight, Russia launched a new attack on Ukraine's capital city of Kyiv. This is Zelensky arriving in Norway this morning. He's going there for a summit about Russia and probably to ask Norway for more money. The Russian targets civilian, civilian infrastructure, no military infrastructure. All the infrastructure was civilian. It's very important. And over 50 people were injured. So with all the focus on the Israel-Hamas war the past month or so, we are reminded that the war in Ukraine is still very real and very much alive. And let's wrap it up with former President Trump's attorney, Christina Bob reacting to the special counsel's request yesterday to the Supreme Court and the data expert witnesses that he says will testify in Trump's January 6th election interference case. Jack Smith is saying he has this data from the phone and extracted process data that will determine when he used the phone. And uh, why do you think uh, Jack Smith is, is so insistent on that? And, and does that matter at all? I mean, there's obviously tweets that the president put out. There's his own statements he put out. What yeah. do you think this data means? Well, I think there's a lot of implications that need to be investigated. We need to know exactly what the data is. How did they obtain it? Was this done through um, some type of FISA application? Was it done through a search warrant like they did with his Twitter files? How did they get this information? What does the information show? President Trump should have an opportunity to bring a legal, I'm sorry, a, a data expert onto his legal team to analyze it and explain to his lawyers what the data actually means and how it's relevant, if it even is. We're 90 days out from trial, approximately, and they're now coming up with what could be a very intensive part of the defense. I think it's uh, completely inappropriate to bring this up now and pretend that the president can put a defense together in such a short amount of time. I mean, it, it, hopefully it's information that the defense team is already aware of. Uh, well, it remains to be seen. But I, I think it just goes to show that the timeline of this trial is completely unrealistic and a violation of due process. Attorney Christina Bob on Newsmax's Newsline. And there is a bunch of hubbub again about the former president selling those collectible NFTs. Let's go back to Greg Kelly. This is great stuff. Woke liberal snobs are infuriated and flabbergasted that Donald Trump dared do something this crass and vulgar to make money. I think it's great. I really do. Take a look. My last two Trump digital trading card collections sold out in just hours. And now I'm back with my latest series called the Mugshot Edition. I wonder where that came from. The Mugshot Edition. 47 all-new stunning cards, and here is the best part. I'm doing two important things for my Trump collectors. For the first time, we're creating a real physical Trump card. 
Purchase 47 digital cards and we'll mail you a beautiful trading card. It is an authentic piece of the suit I wore when I took that now famous mugshot. And it was a great suit. Believe me, a really good suit. <laughs> what a great idea. I'd buy a couple of those things. Hey, this is America. You know, we don't have to be so serious and gloomy all the time. And why not make some money for the campaign, for the, the bills? I think it's fine. You know, the Democrats do the same thing. They just don't do it as well. Uh, remember when a fly landed on uh, Mike Pence's head? I actually don't remember it. It was like there for two seconds, but everybody flipped out and Democrats started selling fly swatters. And the Biden campaign, you can buy one for 10 bucks. Ha ha, you hit the fly off of Mike Pence's head, get it? And remember that let's go Brandon thing and Biden tried to make it like he tried to own it, but instead he got owned. I like my coffee dark. Dark Brandon, they try to make that a thing. It didn't work, made no money. You could buy these cups. Dark Brandon cups. Still don't get it. And by the way, let's go Brandon. We got to bring that back. Well, Greg probably doesn't see much of it in New York, but I can tell you let's go Brandon is alive and well in the great state of Florida. So it's a super busy Wednesday news day, as I mentioned, and that's only the stuff that we know is happening, right? You know there is always breaking unexpected news as well. By the way, as you've probably come accustomed to by now, today is Wednesday. After two busy days, Monday and Tuesday, the president has nothing on his calendar today outside of speaking to his National Infrastructure Advisory Council. So be sure to keep up with all the news on Newsmax, available on most major cable systems and the new Newsmax Plus. Check out NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Get signed up for a free trial. It includes all of of your favorite shows, Rob Schmidt Tonight, uh, The Balance with Eric Bowling, Greta Van Susteren, Greg Kelly Reports, Frontline with Carl Higby and more, and great analysis from people like Governor Mike Huckabee, Carrie Lake, Alan Dershowitz, and many others. Thank you, as always, for checking out the Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. I appreciate it. Continue to share it with your friends and family. Enjoy the rest of your day and keep on fighting the good fight. News Breaks. Every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.